Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Hey everybody, happy Friday and welcome to Netflix Life, a streaming TV podcast from Fansided. I'm Bryce Olin and I'm joined by my co-host, Cody Schultz. Virgin River Season 3 is now streaming on Netflix. And uh, thanks to Netflix, we already have finished the season and are ready to talk about what happened in Season 3 and what's next in Season 4. Um, but before we get into that and all those Virgin River Season 3 spoilers, we've got some big Comic-Con at home news from Netflix they sat out last year's event, but ahead of this year's virtual event, Netflix announced there's going to be five panels that they're hosting this summer. So, Cody, do you want to you want to share the schedule with the people? Yeah. So, I'll real quick. Um, here's the schedule, and then we can discuss because there is definitely one in particular that I am very interested to see what it's going to mean. So, they're doing five panels. The first will be Masters of the Universe Revelation, which will be 3 p.m. Eastern time on Friday, July 23rd. Then we've got Fear Street Trilogy um, will be. Same day, Friday, June, uh, July 23rd at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Then on Saturday, we've got the last mercenary panel, which will be at 6 p.m. Eastern time. And then that night, we've got a Lucifer panel at 8 p.m. Eastern time. And then the the final capping off thing is the Army of Thieves panel on five at 5 p.m. on Sunday, July 25th. It's definitely an interesting lineup. I think the one that immediately is going to stand out and get fans excited is going to be Lucifer. Um, I feel like I think this is the first time Lucifer's had like a Comic Con panel through Netflix because the the show mm-hmm. went when it was on Fox, but I don't believe they've gone back to like any of the Comic Cons, which granted, this is a virtual event. Like we should make sure to put that out there. This was the Comic Con at home virtual event. So I think that makes it easy to like it's easier accessible for all the fans who want to stream it. But it's interesting that they're finally doing something for Lucifer with this panel. And I'm very curious to see what it's going to hold. Like with the other three, like I feel like Fear Street Trilogy will probably be like a little bit like of a celebration of the movies. Um, Cause I think doesn't the third film release right before its panel. I think it, so it's the July 16th. So it'll be the week before. So people will have a week to watch um, all three before the panel. I think the first takeaway is our net or our weekend just got a little bit busier <laughs> that weekend. I wasn't expecting much. Cause Netflix, like I said, Netflix sat out last year. I think you're right though. I don't think that Lucifer was there in 2019 cause we were there and I didn't go. And then last year was, you know, we don't even need to talk about that. Uh, and then, but yeah, I think, I don't know about you, but I'm excited. I'm hoping that they will release or announce the Lucifer season six release date, or if they don't do the full announcement, like this month, this date, 
Uh, maybe they'll give us a window like Q4 or Q1 2022 or, or or something like that. What do you think? Do you think that that's a possibility? Yeah, I think like the way they teased it because they announced it's going to have Tom Ellis and then he'll be joined by the uh, two executive producers on the show. And they kind of teed it up that it'll share the scoop on what's to be expected from the sixth and final season of Lucifer. And I'm like, granted, there's a lot that could mean. But if you're going to do a panel of some kind, like I feel like you're going to have a big piece of news or something to drop. And it just seems like the release date could be possibly that. We've kind of gotten Netflix, of course, was notorious for dropping the release date super close or making us wait until like the big yeah. schedule reveal. But they really have gotten better at announcing titles like months in advance now. So I feel like that could be a possibility. Like we can't rule out that we couldn't get a release date during that panel. Could it be something else, like just some general teasers, possibly? But I'm hoping that like they're doing this panel, they're putting like some promotion behind it. They've got a big reveal coming, which how bigger can you get than the premiere, like the release date for season six? I know that's the thing. It's like I maybe a trailer that could be that could be cool. We could see something like that. But typically we're gonna get the release date a lot sooner than the trailer, just on like how Netflix does does things in the past. We might get a teaser, like a first look. We know that they finished filming a long time ago. And uh, I think in March that Joe Henderson said on, I can't remember what the podcast was, but he had just finished watching episode eight and nine of season six. So they were almost done with it um, with like the post-production aspect or editing at least way back then. So that could mean we could get a nice clip or something. I don't know, maybe the first couple of minutes. I don't know, but that's probably the one I'm looking most forward to. I'm curious about army of thieves. Fear street uh, is really good. I really enjoyed the first part. Then the second part just came out today. So um, after you watch version river season three, you can check that out and then um, tune in for part three next week. And then the panel the following week. Uh, let's see. So should we, should we jump in with these virgin river season three spoilers? Yeah, this I, we've been waiting, waiting to dive into all these. So to start, spoiler alert, if you if you haven't yet finished the season, you know, bookmark it from this moment on and come back once you have, because we're we're diving all into the big talking points of this season, which there are a lot. Yeah, that first one, I think, well, we left off season two with the, the big cliffhanger was Jack. It was, it was Jeff. His name's Jack. Was Jack going to make it? And uh, so does Jack die in Virgin River season three? We talked about it when we did our preview. Do you want to, do you want to spoil this one, Cody? Yeah. I feel like this isn't even a spoiler to say that Jack, no, he doesn't sorry. die. Like I can't remember I, the trailer, but I think like they made it obvious. Like he's not going anywhere. Martin is going to stick around. And they kind of, I think the way they frame it, like they reveal his fate, like right away. Like we kind of pick up with like, he's going into the, like the hospital room for emergency surgery. And then it was like smart the way they did, like they cut away to the party scene. And it's like, mm-hmm. they have a somber song playing. It's like, Oh, is this like right as like people are waiting for news and then it turns out he walks into the bar with ricky and it's like oh surprise it's a surprise party for ricky for graduation all that and then they not so suddenly like give that quick throwaway that like three weeks have passed um Mm -hmm. and they do that little time jump which i think that was a smart play like no one needs to see like jack laid up in the hospital for like three weeks like it allows Mm -hmm. them to kind of resolve the big cliffhanger and kind of move right into the season from there quickly so i the weirdest thing was like i thought that it would be revealed like who shot him like immediately that's what i was expecting i think everyone was kind of expecting that but we do not get that we do not get the, any resolution on that part of it so not only does he not die but we have virtually no idea what happened for most of the season right 
Yeah, it's really one of those things that I thought we'd get like a definitive answer. But Mm -hmm. in the final, like even the final episode, like it seems very like there's no certainty with who shot Jack. Um, I mean, of course, we had Brady got arrested in the end and like was who they thought shot him. But like he's like very adamant, like he's being framed, like someone planted the gun in his car. And it's like it just seems like there's going to be more to that story. Now we're going to have to wait until season four to see like who actually shot Jack, because I feel like. He was like the easy suspect, like it would have been easy to kind of do that. So I feel like this definitely was the the path that made sense, like to make it look like it's him. And then we can do the big reveal a season down the line. But I can't remember a time when like a show had such a big question mark and let it fester and like boil over more than one season. Like fans are going to have to sit on this and like the theories are going to just continue to grow. Yeah, they really just, yeah, like just let that go completely for most of the season. We do know that Brady was there, though. That was revealed because Jack has these flashbacks where he sees, you know, Brady in the bar. But we don't from that night, we presume. But I don't know, you know, who else was there? What does Brady know? Does Brady know who shot him? Does Brady know? Was there someone else there with them or did Brady leave and then he was shot after? We don't really know that yet. And I think that they set it up like you like you mentioned. I think the easy thing would have been just like, oh, this is Brady. He's going to go to jail now, leave the show. But like very clearly, like, I do not think that it was Brady now at all. Like he was one of the main suspects heading in. And now I'm really questioning that. And now with, you know, the, the them finding the gun in the final scene in like a very like not hidden place. Like I know Brady's kind of dumb, but he's like not that dumb. Right. So it's like very obvious that he's being framed. We don't know who's framing him, though. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. But uh, it's interesting. And it's interesting that no one seems to really like the one part that I didn't quite get is no one really seemed to care like who shot Jack. Like that didn't seem like on anyone's mind, like that they had like an attempted murderer on the loose in Virgin river. They were just kind of like, eh, it was probably related to the drug thing. And then that kind of just went away. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of very casual. Like there wasn't like a formal, like investigate, like there was the investigation, but it wasn't like yeah. a prevalent thing where like we were seeing like the interview witnesses and like people refer mm-hmm. to it and all that. It was kind of just like, Oh, he got shot. Let's move on. And like, I just, yeah, Brady seemed like the red herring from the beginning. I'm like, I could see them pinning this on him. I just, it'll be curious to see who it goes, like where they go in season four, which hopefully we do get season four and all that. I think the big question mark for me, like the oddest thing about this season is what happened to Hope? Because (laughs) she's like, was a very key part of season one and season two. (laughs) And as we kind of saw, like Annette O'Toole wasn't really in this season at all. And her only appearance was like done through like a cell phone call or some kind of video call and all that, which like apparently like it looked very much like that you could tell it was kind of filmed offset. And so it's Mm -hmm. like, I'm very curious to see why there hasn't been like an official statement yet on why Anna O'Toole and why Hope wasn't really in season three. I'm thinking it might have been COVID related just because the show did return to filming like right when like things were starting to get back into shooting. So it might have just been that she couldn't get to um, travel to Vancouver, which I believe is where the show films. And so that might have I'm thinking that has to be like the big factor there is that she just couldn't for like travel reasons or something. And so they kind of wrote her off as like taking care of an aunt or something during the season. But then it ended with that cliffhanger that makes me question like whether she is leaving the show. Yeah. So that was the crazy part for me was at first she wasn't in it. They wrote around it, which I thought was, it was okay. It wasn't great. They had the whole storyline with Lily and how all that ended was kind of, I don't know, sad and disappointing, (laughs) but like her best friend never got to say goodbye and didn't even really know that she was sick basically because they, how they wanted to tell her. 
it was smart how they played it. But then at the end, like the last, like she's on her way to the funeral or reception, I guess. Uh, and she gets in a car crash and then is like very touch and go in the ICU. Everything seems to be going wrong. And it, yeah, like you have to question like, is that it, will she ever return to the show or is the character just going to be written off? At the beginning of season four, they could do it off camera like they sort of did with like the who shot Jack thing. And then they, you know, when season four begins, we're looking at, you know, it's been two months since Hope died or something like that. And we just don't go. <laughs> I guess that, that's where we go. I don't know what's going to happen, though. Do you have any other any other feelings, thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I'm really curious. I, I, I haven't heard anything about her exiting the show. So I'm mm-hmm. wondering if like that was their way of like throwing some drama in there and then opening the door yeah. to she come back even if not like right away in the first episodes in the next season, like in the middle. I also like always question whenever a show like has a character and like full body wraps and all that, like whether they're looking at the option of like recasting and then you get like that old trope of, you know, they oh, suddenly yeah. look different because they had to have surgery or something. Yeah. Um, like the soap there's plenty opera. of shows that have done that. Absolutely. Um, yes. Um, so I guess that, that could be, be where they want to keep hope. <laughs> that, would be, that would be so funny. Oh man. What uh, do you, I'm blanking on her name right now, but the woman who Doc is friends with, who brings him food all the time. uh, Oh yeah. What is her name? Like Muriel Muriel? or something? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I was like, this sounds wrong, but I'm going to say it anyway. Did it seem like they were kind of setting up for her to be more involved, like romantically, like they were kind of setting up for like, if hope is gone, like, is this like the next chapter for Doc? Like it felt kind of, I know that there was the drama with them in season two in that whole love triangle thing, but it seems like that, that, that could be an, a direction they go. If you know, Annette O'Toole doesn't return for season four. Yeah. I feel like they set that love triangle up really well in season two. And it, I almost feel like they were going to explore it as a triangle again in season three, but then for whatever reason, hope they kind of had to do like the off camera thing, but it definitely seems like they were setting that up of like, could this be like the direction they take? And so that'll be interesting. I mean, one thing Virgin River does well is like the romance and relationship drama and all that. So it'll be interesting to see like what comes of that. I definitely think, you know, the actress there, they have good chemistry, so it could work. Mm-hmm. And it'll be interesting to see like how they write that storyline out. I think that's going to be a big question mark. And speaking of question marks, I think the the other one too is the whole preacher storyline was a complicated one this season. Like, man, he ended, I can't remember the girl's name, but like the person who had helped Paige like escape, like basically tricks mm-hmm. him. And he thinks, you know, like something's up with Paige. So he goes with her and then like she drugs him <laughs> and then drags him away in the woods. <laughs> and it's like, okay, what, what is going on with preacher? is he dead is like how concerned she would be like is this lady off the hinge like because then we also saw like the doppelganger of Paige's abusive mm-hmm. like ex, yeah the like, twin going up at the mm-hmm. house in the end like creeping in the corner around like the kid like looking and it's like okay is he gonna kidnap the kid now what's gonna happen I think Connie was in the house yeah and so it's like they did a good job with like that mystery too which again that one kind of felt like it played second fiddle to like a lot of the other things it's like we didn't really dive further into the whole like murder thing of like this guy you know he was dead they buried the body <laughs> yeah. he was on the run like it just was one of those interesting like stories and i'm like i don't think preacher's dead i don't think that like i think he'll he'll come back it's just gonna be a matter of like how is he to get himself out of this situation yeah, that I, I agree. I think that there's there's something weird like with that storyline. I expected some resolution. I expected um, Paige to be back in the mix this season, but she definitely was not. And 
it kind of makes me wonder what's yeah what's next for not only preacher storyline but what what's going to happen with the kid <laughs> is the is the twin going to take him um or which would be his uncle i guess right yeah so i, I mean i just don't know uh what's going to happen with that I, and i don't really have like a good Usually I'm pretty good, like with, you know, assuming and guessing what's going to happen, making some predictions and stuff, but I truly have no idea. Like they're definitely not going to write a uh, preacher's character off the show. That's just not going to happen because he's too good of a character. But I don't think that it's going to be as simple as he, like he finds himself tied up in the woods and just like gets yeah. out of the ropes and is able to like save the day. Like, I just don't know. Maybe that story will kind of take like a backseat or something, or he'll have to leave to go find um, the little kid. I guess uh, another big question mark, and this is probably the biggest one of all looming because it's like how the season ends is all this drama with Mel becoming pregnant um, and who the father is, is and is going to be. So basically, as I understand, she goes back to L.A., right? And she um, goes to like a clinic and then a few weeks later finds out she's pregnant. But there's a possibility that Jack could also be the father is what I'm gathering. Yeah, so it's kind of one of those, like, just, like, the background for people who are listening and haven't watched it is, like, we know Jack's expecting twins with Charmaine and all that, and I feel like that's sort of, like, mm-hmm. really drove, like, Mel gets the itch, like, she wants to start a family of her own, she kind of tells Jack this, he's like, I don't think I can commit, so they kind of put a pause and, like, break up, he's like, I can't give you what you're mm-hmm. wanting right now, so she goes to visit her sister, and her sister's like, well, by the way, you still have, like, some embryos from, like, when Mark, before he passed away, when they were trying to get pregnant as a couple then, mm-hmm. And so, like, they, we see that she goes to the doctor, but until that point, like, we never really knew if she followed through or if she just kind of, like, saw, because we just kind of, they kept it very vague. Yeah. And then, of course, she comes back, her and Jack get back together, and it's like, oh, okay, everything's fine and dandy. And in the finale, he's like, it looked like he was getting ready to propose, right? Yeah, yeah, so he was going to propose, definitely, and she's like, I think he actually gets out the ring, maybe, and she's like, wait a second, like, you might not <laughs> want to do this because I'm pregnant, and... He's like, this is great. This is amazing. He's very happy about it. And then she's like, it might not be so great for you, though. But I mean, I feel like that whatever is going to happen, I feel like that, you know, the word endgame gets thrown a lot around a lot when it comes to the ships. And I think that Mel and Jack are in game. And we figured that out in season three. Are there going to be more hurdles that they're going to jump over? Is this one of them? Yeah, probably. But I don't think that fans should be super worried about their relationship. What do you think? <laughs> Yeah, I feel like this is just going to be like one of those hurdles. Like, I don't think this mm-hmm. will separate them and all that. I think it could cause a riff and all that, especially like when the season starts. But it's just one of those things that I'm very curious to see where the writers take it. I just want to go with like, it probably is Jacks. Yeah. Um, like I feel like That's the question of the eternity is like just enough drama to kind of throw that in. And then like, it'll come out that it's Jacks. If not, it kind of would be like one of those interesting dynamics. Cause Jack will be raising his twins with Charmaine. Mel will have, you know, Mark's baby. <laughs> so it'll be like an interesting family dynamic to say the least if they go that route. But I just feel like it could end up being Jacks. Right. I guess, um, should we talk a little bit more about Brady and who are, do we have some suspects? Do you have any suspects, I guess, for who's framing Brady? I, I really have no idea. I think it has to be probably the, the drug guy, which I haven't committed to mm. learning his name. Um, I just yeah. call him like the drug dude. And so I feel like it's got to be something with that. Cause like we've seen, he's made threats against Brady in the past. Like if you cross mm. me, you're, you know, you're regretting all that. Jack kind of inserted himself in like his drug business last in season two. So it was like, there was already that potential of like Jack was causing him problems. Brady was an easy fall guy. So I feel like that could be an easy, an easy route to go, but I feel like they could easily go just the same as like completely out of left field, like to someone totally unexpected that we never would have seen coming. 
The one person that I'm like sort of wondering, like, why is he still around is the police officer guy who knows Brady and has the history with him. That's how I'm thinking. I'm like, hmm, is he up to something? Did he shoot Jack and is getting covered for it? Even though him and Jack are best friends, I don't quite understand why he would shoot, why he would shoot Jack. I don't think that that's clear at all. It's just like, there's always like, you know, when you're like trying to solve the mystery and you're like looking at like who's involved with the stuff in like every character serves a purpose except for him really. Like, I'm just like, he's Jack's friend. He's like investigating, you know, some of these people he knows Brady. I don't know. That's my, that's my like out of left field prediction. And maybe other people are like, Oh, it's definitely him. And I'm just like missing all of the signs or it's definitely someone else. And I'm again, missing all the signs, but I think it's, I think it's him. I guess we're almost out of time though. We've already talked a little bit on the podcast about Virgin River reportedly being renewed for season four. What's on Netflix reported that a while back. And I think in the most recent update, they said that uh, pr- production is scheduled to begin later this month, possibly. I think it's like July in the in the 20s, somewhere in the 20s. I can't remember the exact date. But then what what do we think about the season four release date? Netflix is going to wait to announce the renewal. They're going to send out a video. Uh, probably from set again, because it's happening so soon after the season comes out. That's what I'm guessing. So season four release date, any predictions there? Yeah, it's really interesting to me because this was very much like a fall show for them. And the fact mm-hmm. that season three is dropping in the middle of summer, like makes me question, is this their new model? Or was this kind of like a one-off because of like the pandemic schedule, like shifting around when shows have released and all that? I mean, I do, if they get started in July, which seems to be what it's looking like, obviously I feel like they could finish filming by the end of the year. And so we could easily get a summer 2022 release date for this mm-hmm. one. Like I could see them turning this into a summer release, kind of sticking to the, the June to August kind of release schedule. Um, it's possible they could also look to shift it back to the falls, um, to the fall season, just because we do know Sweet Magnolias was one, again, it was a summer show that was delayed. So it's like that one we know is coming sometime in early 2022. So depending on how early, early ends up being, they could look to put some space between those. But I feel like we've got to be looking at July, uh, like somewhere in summer to fall of 2022 for season four. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I think it wouldn't totally make sense. I think that, you know, this, the, the gap between seasons this time around was about seven months or eight months now. I think that that it's probably unlikely that they're going to do that again and move it all the way forward to like early spring for the release date. Normally we see about a year gap. So probably summer 2022. And this show works in the summer. Like obviously like the, like the scenery is beautiful, even though we saw the, you know, the fall uh, seasons in the past. I think that this show was still being filmed. You know, maybe there was some summer aspects. I know they started filming this season in August right you know during the pandemic they were one of the first shows to go back so it makes sense why netflix moved this all the way forward but i think it's going to stick now at least for the time being maybe september we could see that's technically summer still so that's our guess um any last thoughts on season three before we check out yeah just i've got too many thoughts (laughs) like my thought like yeah they really did another great job of like leaving fans with plenty to kind of sit with over the seasons there's definitely like no shortage of things to talk about between the mel's baby drama and like who's the father to what happened with preacher what's going on with brady even the who shot jack like there's so many mysteries that are still up in the air that it's it's going to keep fans i think talking for this long however long this hiatus is there's definitely more than enough to talk about Yeah, I know we'll talk about it again. So um, time's up today. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you next time. 
At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.